Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, live here in actually Los Angeles, live from Pink's Hollywood. Looking forward to broadcasting, talking more by, while I shove a nice big chili dog in my mouth. Doesn't get much better than that. Uh, good to be back in Southern California. We've got a good one, though, coming your way here with our buddy from the Sports Gambling Podcast, Ryan Kramer. Good morning to you. How you doing, man? Welcome to sunny Los Angeles. Uh, I feel like uh, we have to welcome, although it might be a little cooler. We're, we're dealing with a little bit of a chill in the air. Uh, highs only in the low 60s. I see that. I see that. Yeah, it's it's crazy because I'm coming from Dallas where actually uh, it's about 72 degrees. It's strange, but I'm sure that cold front will be coming in soon. But uh, our event, uh, which is now tomorrow, Monday, December 5th, Looks like no rain, so we are good to go. I'm excited. Our 17th year, I'm happy to have you and Sean out and play some golf, and it uh, should be a lot of fun, man. Oh, I'm excited. Any chance you get to go out on a golf course and do some, <laughs> I, I call it adult hiking. It's city hiking. We're going to walk around. We're going to drive around. We're going to hit some golf balls, have some fun. And, uh, yeah, I mean, what what better place to do it? Sunny California. Doesn't get better. Well, we're coming off week 12 here of the NFL, um, believe it or not. I mean, time is really flying and, uh, unfortunately, not flying the way that some teams want to be going. And, um, you know, I'm talking certainly about um, talking about, obviously, the New York Giants as well. I guess we could start about start with the Giants. There's a few other things I want to talk about today and maybe get some of your uh, upcoming spread action, if you will. But. With the Giants, you know, it's 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 now or never, right? I, I mean, at this point in time, you know, getting a lot of, I'm going to just say it, be honest, a lot of crap from people who aren't Giant fans, who aren't believers, who are very negative, and yet they just kind of didn't listen. They ignored the, the noise, and they started winning games, especially against very good uh, ball clubs. So now here you go. And they've lost, what, two in a row. And, yeah. you know, it, it's interesting because arguably people are debating whether or not it's one of the toughest schedules for a team. But it, it's not the easiest. What's your uh, idea for the Giants as far as where they are right now? And what are they going to do to maybe, you know, get over the hump, get beyond these injuries? It looks like, and I saw Brian Dable's uh, press conference, we're going to be getting some guys back, possibly. I mean, the optimistic take is, yeah, guys are coming back. We're gonna we're gonna have guys like Evan Neal. The offensive line was certainly getting interesting when he was healthy earlier in the season. He struggled to start, but really got uh, solidified that right side. Nick Gates being back is huge. If you remember, he was a team captain, broke his leg, gruesome injury, wasn't supposed to play football again. Even at the beginning of the Brian Dable era, they were saying, yeah. You know, lo love him to be around the team, but not sure he's going to get back. So having him back, uh, certainly an upgrade over uh, Feliciano. Honestly, for me, going forward, it's all about Adoree Jackson. And it, it, you know, as we look back, it does suck. As much as I love, I love as much as I love a guy like that wanting to go step up for the team. It sucks that he hurt his knee, uh, punt return. 
We didn't need him out there. He was the guy that shot, at least giving us the ability to shadow the other team's best. You know why he was out there? Because Richie James was dropping freaking uh, uh, balls. I, I know, but, man, boy, we could have used a Dory Jackson. Because eventually, <laughs> they, they, when it came down to it, the Cowboys just beat the Giants because the Giants yeah. were rolling out practice squad wide receivers and mostly practice squad cornerbacks at this point, or at least rookies. And so yeah. it, it's it's – it's a situation where this coaching staff has continually gotten the most out of the fruit. And, and, and I think going forward, we, we optimistic viewpoint. Well, look, the Cowboys are a great defense, bad matchup for the giants. Those are two of the losses this year. When you analyze the rest of the schedule, okay, they lost to a good Seahawks team on the road in Seattle. That's acceptable. Really, it's just this Lions game that stands out as a game that they've let go. And when I look at the schedule going forward, it's four games against the Commanders and the Eagles with a game against the Colts, Colts smashed in there. So, look, this Colts team is as dead as dead can be. Jeff Saturday's bump is gone. And, <laughs> you know, as a Giants fan, the Commanders never, ever threaten a sweep, let alone even winning a game. So, I think you have an easier defense this week. And, and, and the Eagles, like, look, the Eagles are world beaters, but the Eagles also lost to a horrible Giants team last year. So I, I think going forward, they're still, a, what, two wins away from the playoffs? Maybe they also three. lost to the Commanders this year. Yeah, and so I, I think that if I'm looking forward, I trust this coaching staff to, to get enough out of, you know, to me, you, you, you even if you split with the Commanders, you win the Colts, and and you lose all those other three games, you're still nine and eight. You're probably still uh, having a chance to get in, depending on maybe what Seattle does. And so, look, the win total for this team was six and a half or seven. They were eight to one to win the division. Mm -hmm. This was a coaching staff coming in. Everyone's like, oh, so much dead money. The roster's horrible. There's right. no way this team's going to be any good. So you you have to like zoom out a little bit, have some perspective. They're they're sitting as a push or a win on their win total already, and we are sitting looking at six games left to play. So th that feels still like a successful season. And I think as far as like the test drive of the coaches. I believe in them. Like they got the right coaches. So this is a, this is a multi-year build. No one thought that. I mean, think about it. We weren't talking about playoffs before the season in a real way. Now we are. And we're almost like, Hey, if we don't make it, it's going to be disappointing. Yeah. So for me, either way, I'm good. Um, but I, I will be a little bummed if they, if they're not able to beat the commanders twice to get in the playoffs. We'll move on. I do want to just say, I, I actually like the idea of Wink Martindale's defense going against the Eagles just because you look at like what we did to Baltimore and how we really applied the pressure to um, uh, to, to Lamar. Lamar Jackson and you know the way he plays I'm not going to say they're very identical but they're very similar in certain ways and certainly they use their feet a lot and when you apply pressure there they get out of the pocket and wink for some reason has been able to kind of you know limit the run offense if you will from the quarterback so i don't know we'll see what happens but you know i i'm definitely optimistic still i'm very happy with what they have done thus far very hard to kind of deal with the injuries i mean it's just it was brutal from mckinney to you yeah. name it so um we'll move right along here because there's a lot of things going on i mean uh you know is it time now to kind of maybe move on from aaron Rodgers? do you think the green bay packers give uh jordan love an opportunity now uh, you know, I saw the number. I don't know the exact number, but I believe if they cut 
or trade Aaron Rodgers, he's going to carry something like a $90 million dead cap number or something unbearable. Uh, So I Mm. I get the optimism Mm. about Jordan Love and why everyone wants to say, hey, he was so much better this offseason than last off. Last Mm -hmm. offseason, people were saying he might be one of the worst quarterback picks we've ever seen. Mm. And so he looked good. I think you certainly want to see more. Maybe Aaron Rodgers can conveniently be done for the season now that they're most likely out of the playoff hunt. Uh, But unless he retires, I think the Packers would be in just impossible financial hell to to not have him on the roster or have him retire. So maybe they figure out a back alley deal, a couple duffel bags of cash, he retires, uh, everyone gets what they want. But, I mean, if you're Aaron Rodgers, are you walking away from 50 – plus million dollars no. guaranteed next year no no but if he can't play right if he's hurt there's some uh, probably there's got to be stuff in there uh he's being difficult though he's saying he wants to play as long wow. as they're not eliminated from the playoffs he wants to be out there so all clearly right. he he doesn't want to help love out at all in the process i got a, uh, i got i got a question for you uh putting you right on the spot at this point week 13 who is the best football team in the nfl right now it's the chiefs uh, it, um, it's hard to go against the Chiefs. It's still Mahomes. Oh. He's doing it without Hill. The defense, They're playing a little bit of defense. And if I look around the league, I can I can really kind of pick pick apart a lot of these other teams. The Eagles, maybe not a ton, but they're really hurt now too. And it's going to be interesting to see how they can close out the season. And, and once again, like you mentioned it earlier, the comps to Lamar, like Jalen Hurts has still not been forced to kind of pass in a high leverage situation. So mm-hmm. I'll be very intrigued. I mean, he might not have to until the second round of the playoffs, but mm-hmm. I'll be intrigued when that happens. And that, you know, if I was picking a team on both sides, I say, I, I would say the, the 49ers are pretty interesting, although I, it's going to be hard to trust Jimmy G. It seems like the team around them is starting to crescendo at the right time of the year. And I don't think many teams are going to want to play the Niners in the in the postseason. Is it possible that the entire NFC East make it into the playoffs? I I think there is a. I mean, right now it would be the case. Uh, all three teams would be in as a wild card. Uh, I mean, even if you look at the other side, the AFC, two or three out of the four teams are making it from the AFC East, with the Patriots barely on the outside looking in. So. Look, I think it's probably unlikely because there's so much divisional uh, games left. You have a lot of Washington playing New York, New York playing. It's going to be hard for them to maintain all those wins because, like, like the the reality is this is like a gimmick with the schedule, and and they backload so many division games, so there's a bunch of losses coming. That being said, you look around and you're like, "Mm, well, the North has no one competing. And the South has no one competing. So it's really just up to the Seahawks and maybe – the Cardinals as a dark horse. So I would certainly favor the NFC East over the AFC East to get all their teams in still feels unlikely, but boy, would I love to see a Cowboys versus some divisional rival in the first round of the playoffs <laughs> as a way for them to screw it up <coughs> and actually get them uh first round out oh, Tampa please. Bay. Are they uh, kind of at a point now where they're just showing so much weakness that, that it's a possibility that it's not going to go past what we've seen maybe in the last few weeks. I don't know. I think we have to come to the grips, come to grips with the reality that might be Sam Darnold or Marcus Mariota winning a division. <clears throat> this, I mean, Tampa. Fortunately for Tampa, these teams, no one seems to be grabbing uh, the chance. Yeah. But we're talking about a division where, guess what? The Saints are still in it. The Saints are still only a couple games back. And guess what? Latimer comes back 
just in time yeah. to take on a Bucks team that they seem to dominate. So yeah. Yeah. Th- this Bucks team just in time for Mike Evans. <laughs> this, uh, exactly exactly and this f- fun fact this bucks team they also lost to the panthers they uh, they yeah. it's not exactly wow. like they're going to dominate their division so if i'm betting on the bucks versus the field in this division give me the field all day. Yeah. we're going to have some sort of weird team hosting hosting the cowboys probably in the first round of the playoffs here i like it i like everything about it i mean we've covered a lot obviously this week and it's interesting though you know with when it comes to the pocket book Let's get it out a little bit here. What seems of interest to you and uh, what could some of our listeners maybe take advantage of this week? Well, and, and getting to it a little early in the week uh, might give us some opportunities here. I, I certainly think that there there are some teams, uh, for example, like a Pittsburgh Steelers team. Hmm. People might not be thinking so highly of them, but they're coming off a pretty decent stretch where they faced a lot of tough defenses. And that's, we, we talked about it when they dusted off Kenny Pickett, like, wow, you're really throwing him to the wolves. This stretch of games he has is crazy. Well, mm-hmm. he's through that stretch. Now they've worked out some of the kinks. Unfortunately, Najee Harris, Jalen Warren, a lot of banged up guys there, Benny Snell serviceable, but those receivers are exciting. And I am almost excited to see him without a receipt, a running back threat here against an Atlanta Falcons team who is bottom five in the league defending the pass this feels like this could be a Kenny Pickett rookie of the year step up moment (laughs) in a dome (laughs) George Pickens looks fabulous Deontay Johnson is getting involved Fryermuth is a weapon I, I think the Steelers are a discount because we've seen them play good defense after good defense what else do we have TJ Watt getting back and I think T.J. Watt, sometimes a pass rush, they get a little faster on that turf. And Atlanta just seems like they're going in the wrong direction. While I think this is going to be a close game, I, I definitely like the Steelers here as a team that, what does Mike Tomlin do? Well, he wins more games than he loses, and he makes the playoffs. So his back's kind of against the wall here. Love the Pittsburgh uh, Steelers. I'm seeing anything from a pick to minus one and a half. I would expect that by Sunday this is like a three-point spread. Still like the Steelers in the spot. Another one I like. Revenge on the mind, perhaps, of Mike McDaniel as he travels home to San Francisco. Well, uh, <laughs> the betting market's going to tell you. It's a good that, game, right? by the way. Great game. I think this is a classic public betters versus the sharp professional betters. I think all the public money is going to come in on this Miami Dolphins team. Uh, their their offense is very sexy. They're scoring points. Tua has not lost the game that he started and finished. Tyreek Hill and Waddle look unstoppable, mm-hmm. but they're coming into to, to San Francisco where Mike McDaniel just came from. I think Shanahan, you know, I, I think the the, uh, the 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 teacher is going to have a nice lesson here for the student. And as fun as McDaniel has been, I think this is going to be a, a tough, tough spot for them. I love the Niners here. Uh, this number opened three. It moved to three and a half. Uh, it's, it's since gone to four. I think this is going to continue to creep up, and I, I think San Francisco is the right side. As I said earlier, they, huh, they huh. Uh, are starting to look like one of the best teams in the league, and Miami is just at such a high point right now. I, I think Tua and some of those ducks that he throws, I think they're going to be caught by the Niners in this one. Wow. Great game regardless. There's a couple yeah. of revenge games, not only from McDaniel, but the running back core, the Dolphins. I mean – yeah, it's, it's pretty money. I like it. We've got some good things uh, this week here. Uh, week 13. I can't, I can't believe it. It's crazy, man. Well, hey, uh, as always, appreciate your time. And uh, 
Let's hope for some giant success because I'm sick of hearing it from my wife every day, every <laughs> week. She's a cowboy fan. She's in my ear. It's really upsetting me. So uh, got to get back on the winning side, man. Appreciate it. Yeah, best of luck. Go Giants. You go Ryan Kramer, Sports Gambling Podcast. Check it all out. We'll be right back. Thank you.